And welcome back to the Word Encounter, episode 46. Yesterday we concluded chapter 12 of Judges, so let's start in 13. Uh, <clears throat> verse 1, the Israelites again did what was evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord handed them over to the Philistine for 40 years. And then uh, in verse 3 it says, uh, An angel of the Lord appeared to a woman and said to her, It is true that you are unable to conceive and have no children, but you will conceive and give birth to a son. Now please be careful not to drink wine or beer or to eat anything unclean, for indeed you will conceive and give birth to a son. You must cut. You must never cut his hair because the boy will be a Nazarite, the, um, will be a Nazarite to God from birth. And he will begin to save Israel from the power of the Philistines. And so it's kind of like Mary when Gabriel came to her. And so an angel of the Lord came to, came to this woman and told her, you know, this is what the deal is going to be. And so then, then the woman went and she told her husband and told her, a man of God came to me. And in verse 7 it says, he said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Therefore do, not, therefore, do not drink wine or beer and do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite to God from birth until the day of his death. And so she told her husband, her husband's name is Manoah. And so Manoah started praying to the Lord and says, uh, uh, Manoah says, Lord, please send the man again so I can know what's going on and whatnot. And so, uh, and so the man comes back and Manoah goes and says, are you the man who spoke to my wife? And he says, I am. And then in verse 12, it says, Then Manoah asked, When your words come true, what will be the boy's responsibilities and work? So, you know, this is an extraordinary event. So Manoah wants to know, okay, inform me, what's going on? In verse 13, the angel of the Lord answered Manoah, Your wife needs to do everything I told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine or drink wine or beer, and she must not eat anything unclean. Your, my, your wife must do everything uh, I commanded her. And so basically... He just repeated what he told a wife in the first place. And then in, in verse 17, it says, Then Manoah said to him, What is your name? Uh, so that we may honor you uh, when your work comes true. And so um, when, your, when your words come true. And so at this point, he doesn't know that this is an angel from the Lord. He has no clue. In verse 18, uh, the man says, Why do you ask my name? The angel of the Lord asked him, Since it is beyond your understanding. You can't comprehend what my name is or what my name means. And so there's no real reason to know what it is. And so you can imagine Manoah's confusion with regard to, to all of this. And so Manoah wants to make an offering. And so he goes and gets a young goat and a grain offering. And then um, and so they sacrifice it on the rock. And it says in verse 20, when the flame went up to the altar, when the flame went up from the altar to the sky, so he made this offering, and the flame went up to the sky, the angel of the Lord went up in its flame. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell face down on the ground. This is the first time they recognized that this was an angel of God. You know, they didn't know, so he went up in the flame with the offering. And so uh, a little later on, uh, the woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. The boy grew, and the Lord blessed him. So we go on to chapter 14, verse 1. Samson went down to Timnah and saw a young Philistine woman, or Philistine woman there. So he saw a Philistine woman there. He went down to a town, saw a Philistine woman there. Verse 2, he went back and told his father and his mother, I have seen a young Philistine wo woman in Timnah. Now get her for me as a wife. <laughs> so he, he saw this woman. He got aroused, obviously. He said, okay, now get her for me as a wife. Now remember, they're Israelites. 
and he's going to check out a Philistine woman. And so in verse 3, it says, But his father and mother said to him, Can't you find a young woman among your relatives or among uh, any of our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines for a wife? But Samson told his father, Get her for me. She is the right one for me. Verse 4. Now his father and mother did not know this. Now his father and mother did not know this was from the Lord who wanted the Philistines to provide an opportunity for confrontation. So this whole thing is being set up by the Lord. Remember, Samson is set up apart for the Lord. And this is a part of the Lord's plan to bring about confrontation with the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines were ruling Israel. And verse 5, Samson went down to Timnah. Suddenly a young lion came roaring at him. The spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and he tore the lion apart with his bare hands. And so this is the first time that we that we are made aware of Samson's strength and, and, and how exactly the Lord has blessed him. Because I imagine up until now, uh, we didn't know how he, he was going to be blessed by the Lord. And so then um, some time uh, goes by and whatnot. And so he goes back and he, he finds the carcass of the lion he killed. He scoops up some honey and uh, from bees and ate it. And this becomes important later on, as we'll see. We go down to verse 12, uh, well, down to verse 10. And so then his father goes uh, uh, to Timnah with them, and they're preparing a feast there because he's going to marry this woman, right? So he's going to marry this woman, so a feast is being prepared. And so, uh, and, and typically a feast is a week, seven days uh, in a marriage feast. And so uh, some men from Philistine, uh, from Philistine came, okay, and they say, okay, they're attending the wedding, and Samson says, I got a riddle for you, okay? If you can solve this riddle, well, let me just read it, verse 12. If you can explain it to me during the seven days of the feast and figure it out, I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. But if you can't explain it to me, you must give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. So I've got this riddle. I'm going to tell it to you. If you can explain it to, uh, to me, you win the bet, you get 30 uh, linen garments. If I win the bet, I get 30 linen garments. Linen gar garments, not gardens, garments. <laughs> so, they say, so they say, okay, cool, tell us the riddle. So then uh, Samson says, okay, out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. And so it says, after three days, they were unable to explain the riddle. And verse 15, on the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, persuade your husband to explain the riddle to us, or we will burn you and your father's family to death. So let us know, or we're going to kill you. And so, uh, so Samson's wife goes to him, and she's weeping. She says, you hate me. You don't love me. You, you know, you won't tell me the answer. And he says, look, uh, this is uh, verse 16. Look, he said, I haven't even explained it to my father or mother. Why should I explain it to you? In verse 17, she wept the whole seven days of the feast, and at last on the seventh day he explained it to her because she had nagged him so much. Then she explained it to her people. On the seventh day before sunset, the men of the city said to him, What is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? So Samson said to them, If you hadn't plowed with my heifer, <laughs> you wouldn't know my riddle. If you hadn't messed with my wife, you wouldn't know the riddle. In verse seventeen or verse nineteen, the Lord came powerfully upon him. So he lost. Samson lost the bet. The Lord came powerfully on him, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed thirty of their men. He stripped them and gave their clothes to those uh, who had explained the riddle. So he went down. He killed people, took those clothes, and that's how he paid his bet. 
In a rage, Samson returned to his father's house, verse 20, and his wife was given to one of the men who had accompanied him. And so uh, Samson's father-in-law you know, gave his wife to somebody else because Samson didn't come back. He went to his father's house. We go on to verse, uh, excuse me, chapter 17, uh, chapter 15, I'm sorry. Uh, verse 1, later on, uh, during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a gift and visited his wife. I want to go uh, to my wife in her room, he said, but her father would not let him enter. Verse 2, I was sure you hated her, her father said, so I gave her to one of the men who accompanied you. So he gave his father, gave his wife to somebody else, you know, because he didn't come back. In verse 3, Samson said to them, this time I will be blameless when I harm the, Philistine, when I harm the Philistines. And so he was mad. You know, he was very mad uh, because his wife was given away. And so he went out and he, he burned uh, their grain, their piles of grain with, with foxes. He set some foxes' tails on fire or whatever, and he, he burned the grain. And then in verse 6, uh, when the Philistines asked him who did this, they were told it was Samson, the Timnite's son, a son-in-law, because he took Samson's wife and gave her to his companion. So the Philistines went to her and her father and burned them to death. And so Samson took, you know, um, revenge on the whole people because his father-in-law gave his wife away. And in revenge for that, you know, they went to the father-in-law and the wife and burned them to death. In verse 7, then Samson told them, because you did this, I swear that I won't rest until I've taken uh, vengeance on you. He tore them limb from limb and he went down and stayed in the cave in the rock of uh, Edom. And so he came out, he found out what they had did. He said, okay, I'm going to rip you apart. So he ripped them apart limb from limb, and then he went to hide in a cave. And so when the Philistines found out, uh, uh, they went down to the Israelites, and it says, it says uh, to, to, to find out what happened. And then, so the Israelites took 3,000, in verse 11, then 3,000 men of Judah went to the cave at the Rock of Edom and asked Samson, uh, don't you... Don't you realize that the Philistines rule us? What have you done to us? And Samson says, I did to them what they did to me. You know, and so, and so he says, we got to take you back to him. He says, okay, just promise me that you won't kill me. He says, no, we won't do it. So they tie him up and they take him back to the Philistines. In verse 14, when he came to Lehi, the Philistines uh, came to meet him shouting, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him and the ropes that were on his arms and wrists became like burnt flax and fell off. In verse 15, he found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, uh, reached out um, his hand, took it, and killed a thousand men with it. And so with the jawbone of a donkey, you know, uh, Samson killed all of these men that were uh, trying to take vengeance on him uh, because they, uh, he burned their grain uh, in response to them killing his father-in-law and wife. And verse 20 says, and he judged Israel for 20 years in the days of the Philistines. And so so he was a judge for 20 years. So then sometime later, we move on to chapter 16 and verse 4, um, he fell in love with a woman named Delilah. The Philistine leaders uh, went to her and said, persuade him to tell you where his great, strength his great strength comes from so we can overpower him, tie him up, and make him helpless. Each one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So she was going to be very rich by turning, you know, betraying Samson. And so she nags him. And so he says, well, if they tie me up with fresh, with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, then I will become weak. So she does that and invites the Philistines over and he rips the stuff apart and then flees. That didn't do it. And so, 
And so then, uh, you know, she, she says, you don't really love me and whatnot. Why won't you tell me? So he says, okay, if they tie me up with new ropes that have never been used. And what does she do? He falls asleep. She does that. The Philistines come to her place and he rips them off and escapes. And so he gets back with her and he says, you know, <clears throat> you know, you have mocked me all along and told me lies, she tells him, you know. And then he says, okay, if you uh, weave seven braids on, if you weave the seven braids on my head into the fabric on a loom, then I will become weak like any other man. And so that's what she does. The Philistines come over. He takes the pen out and, and he escapes. And that doesn't do it. And so it says uh, in verse 15, she's, she says, how can you say I love you? She told him, when your heart is not with me. <laughs> when you won't let me betray you, how can you say you love me? And so in verse 16, it says, because she nagged him day after day and pleaded with him until she wore him out, she told, uh, he told her the whole truth and said to her, my hair has never been cut because I am a Nazarite to God from birth. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me and I will become weak like any other man. When Delilah realized he had told her the whole truth, she sent this message to the Philistine leaders, come one more time for he has told me the whole truth. Then in verse 19, then she let him fall asleep on her lap and called him in to shave off uh, the seven braids on his head. In this way, she made him helpless and his strength left him. We drop down to verse 21. Uh, so the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza uh, and bound him with bronze shackles. And he was forced to grind grain in prison. Verse 22, but his hair began to grow back after it had been shaved. So his strength is now returning. Verse 23, now the Philistine leaders gathered together to offer a great sacrifice uh, to their god uh, Dagon at the temple. And uh, verse 25 says, when they were in good spirits, they said, bring Samson here to entertain us. So they had him stand between the pillars of the temple and he was entertaining them. I don't know what he did. And in verse 27, it says, the temple was full of men and women. All of the leaders of the Philistines were there. About 3,000 men and women were on the roof watching Samson entertain them. Drop down to verse 29. Samson took hold of the two, pillar, uh, the two middle pillars supporting the temple and leaned against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Verse 30, Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. He pushed with all his might, and the temple fell on the leaders and all the people in it, and those he killed at his death were more than those he killed in his life. Watch out, fellas, for what women tell you. Watch out. Be careful out there. There are lessons galore throughout the story of Samson. We just need to pay attention. And with that... We will pick up in chapter 17 tomorrow. Bye-bye.